0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on how Speaker Nancy Pelosi sees the political landscape less than three weeks from the midterms. Number two, more from Kevin McCarthy, this time on how he sees congressional investigations. And number three, Pelosi's gambit to get Dems to pony up on their fundraising dues. All right, Jake, let's get to it. It has been a blockbuster week here at Punchbowl News uh, with a lot of uh, news being made on the Republican side with your traveling with uh, Kevin McCarthy last week. but. We are leading this morning's newsletter. Uh, you caught up with Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and she had a lot of interesting things to say. You know,
1: it was difficult yesterday. We were discussing. Um, I was back in the Capitol. It felt good to be back in the uh, in our uh, in our, our familiar surroundings. Um, so, yeah, yesterday in the Capitol, we were discussing today's edition uh, and we uh, decided to to lead with Nancy Pelosi. I caught up with Nancy Pelosi yesterday um, in the Capitol where she was making a brief stopover. <laughs> She's been in her in her telling has been averaging five states a week um, over. Uh, The last couple weeks, and I was I mean, I I believe it, to be honest with you, because I was when I was with McCarthy last week, we were in four states in two days. So so I I get I I feel I feel her. Also, I will say, Anna, just as a side note before we get into Pelosi, after seeing how people like Pelosi and McCarthy travel and like just bust their butt right before the election. I can see how they get so pissed off when someone tries to challenge them for their leadership job it's like do you know what I've just been through the last three months or the last twelve months raising money and getting our party ready for the midterms you know what I mean it's just like i could i get i get the anger but um so um Pelosi still feels good she says about winning the majority uh keeping the majority that is i mean um uh, you know she i, I what else is she supposed to say? But I mean, she is she sees the climate vastly different, vastly different than everybody else, uh, Republicans and analysts, as some House analysts raise their their prospects for uh, 2022 and say that there could be a red wave. There could be a large scale Republican victory. Pelosi doesn't see it. She says the 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 the. Um, the party or the country is with the democratic party when it comes to the issues she just need they just need their voters to turn out um obviously elections are in some respect about about turnout but not totally i i found this to be interesting Anna, and then i'll i'll let you tell me why i'm right or wrong or why pelosi's right or wrong in this instance but um Pelosi said this. she's I asked her about inflation cuz she thinks the election will turn on, you know, entitlement cuts, climate change, things of that nature, and she said inflation's a global issue. Um and she said we'll have to message that better in the next weeks ahead. So she kind of thinks this is a messaging problem. It might be in some respect a messaging problem. I, I I don't know. I'll leave that to her, but what say you?
0: Yeah, I think it was super interesting, right? Uh to your point. I mean, I Pelosi is always confident going into uh, the midterms, at least publicly, right? Um, or into any election cycle. Ever since I've covered her, um, partly she's the coach. You got to say that you're the winner here. You're, you're going to win because otherwise, what? You know, how are you going to lead your troops to battle here? But um, I do think, you know, as much as uh, you, you, she's a, ro- a road warrior. Um, you know, has been for a very long time, crisscrossing the state, fundraising as much as possible. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how how that pays off or doesn't pay off. You know, this continuing kind of hand-wringing about fundraising is something, uh, and particularly when it comes to super PACs and the Democrats' inability to match Republicans there. Um, you know, she's obviously clearly frustrated by that. The thing that, you know, I think is going to be really interesting coming out of that is this isn't something new, right? Um, her fat, the, the fact that super PACs, it's not like this is some new device that Democrats haven't quite figured out what to do with it. Um, they need to, to embrace it. It's not, they're not going anywhere. Right. And so as much as, as there's complaining about how Republicans are better at it, that they can find people to write on un, unread unlimited checks, you know, then maybe the Democrats need to search a little harder. Um, so I think that I agree. that that kind of argument just does does not, I think, falls a little bit on deaf ears in, in terms of what she's saying here um, this morning. I uh, the Supreme Court might also have something to
1: say about her trying to pass a bill to uh, or th- not that this will ever get signed into law, I don't think. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say here. I mean, the fact I, I, Democrats are getting crushed. Uh, in the super packs I mean and they and as you said they gotta do something about it I mean it's just it's not it's not um it's not it, the playing field is not level in the sense that Republicans are just raising so much more damn money than Democrats are. Um, and I don't know where they I don't know how they catch up. I mean, yes, corpor- we, we've discussed this before, but it's worth repeating. Yes, corporations give to Democrats to Republicans. Yes, they have, you know, people like Miriam Adelson who cut, you know, 10, 15 million dollars of checks a, a cycle. I get that. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles, and and Democrats have to find a way out of that. And that's, and, and you know, I and, and God, Democrats have the White House. Why, why isn't Joe Biden out there doing a fundraiser for for uh, House Majority Pack? I mean, that's something the White House, I, I get that the DNC transferred a couple million bucks. You know, I think they transferred a total of eight and a half. I mean, think about this for a second, Anna. The DNC has given the DCCC... Eight and a half million dollars this cycle. The RNC is given the NRCC sixteen million dollars this cycle. CLF is, you know, kicking the 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 behind of HMP. Where is Joe Biden on this? Where are the Democratic?
0: If, like, it's an, if this election money. is an existential crisis, as Democrats are trying to make it out to be, right? The future yeah. of the Republicans. Then act like it. Where are they? Yeah, we act like it. I mean, act like it. If this is for the
1: soul of the country, as Joe Biden says, then why the hell isn't he raising money for HMP, which can collect? Unlimited donations. We should have written that. That's actually kind of a good idea.
0: So good. It's a, it's a, clearly, we got a lot of thoughts here. Um, I want to point out one other quick thing that Pelosi said, which um, I thought was super interesting uh, before we move on to our number two story. But uh, you asked her about whether she's worried about Kevin McCarthy becoming speaker. And here is her response. This is Pelosi speaking, quote, We're going to win this election, so I don't even entertain that notion. But It should be of concern to the Republicans.
1: Yeah, Pelosi doesn't think much of uh, Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) That much is clear. Um, I don't think they think too much of each other. Um, You know, um, uh, I'll let that quote speak for itself because it is uh, it is quite uh, it's quite telling.
0: All right, right, let's one of the number two story of the morning, Jake. Um, this is, uh, the, I believe, the the last uh, item we're going to be doing on this. Kevin McCarthy, um, inter- several set of interviews that you did. Super interesting on Investigation Nation. McCarthy talking about how House Republicans uh, are planning to investigate uh, and to go after Joe Biden's administration as well as certain issues um Certainly, really interesting, particularly his his response to you on the line of questioning about impeaching a member of President Joe Biden's cabinet. Yeah, so
1: let's focus on that for a second. I asked McCarthy about impeachment. Let's use the caveat here that this could all change because Republicans, there are Republicans who want to impeach um, a member of Joe Biden's cabinet, maybe Biden himself, and um, Uh, he said the country doesn't like impeachment used for political purposes. If anyone ever rises to that occasion, you have to, but I think the country wants to heal and start to see the system that actually works what we've done and the commitment to America, but we're really focused on the economy, crime and the border. Voters don't want you to focus on it. We're focused on accountability. I said to him, has anybody in your view risen to that level? And he said, no, um, uh, if you spent all that time arguing against using impeachment for political purposes, you gotta be able to sustain exactly what you said. Um, uh, you know th- that's interesting to me. I mean, I, again, let that quote for speak for itself here. um that's about as firm as a and, and listen Republicans understand that impeachment probably and they in according to the polls that they have. Is a political loser uh, for them, and so is overreaching on investigations.
0: Going to be very tempting, though. Uh, of course, I mean, it'll be there's a lot of Republicans who want to go after this administration. Um, clearly, he McCarthy's not, you know, like, trying to light the f- the fire there. But it'll be interesting to see whether or not in six months he is still able to tamp it back.
1: Yeah, I, I, we'll have to see how that how that plays out. And remember, anybody can go to the floor, and or anyone could author an impeachment resolution. Um, and, and you have to imagine that somebody has, um, you have to imagine that that will happen. I mean, uh, just it will, uh, you know, uh, it, it will happen at some point. So that'll be McCarthy's, that'll be McCarthy's job to beat back.
0: I think one other just quick thing uh, as we wrap this up this morning, also super interesting that McCarthy said he doesn't like the idea of select committees, those special panels created to delve into discrete topics. Um, That that just as a, you know, kind of an interesting perspective, considering the fact that we've just coming out of this January 6th uh, select committee, he does seem to be considering one when it comes to the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, last year, uh, just an interesting uh, kind of theory of the case there, as to as everybody's trying to game out what does this mean, what doesn't it mean, um, in terms of how McCarthy is could potentially lead House Republicans in a majority. Um, any any last thoughts here before we move on to our our next item? Uh, one select committee he's going to do is on China.
1: Um, that's something he has said he's going to do. He he's been firm on that. Uh, he says he'll let Democrats on. One more thing, he said he'll let. Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, and Ilhan Omar serve on committees, but not intelligence for Swalwell and Schiff and not foreign affairs for Omar. Uh, This is retaliation for kicking uh, some other Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, and uh, Paul Gosar
0: off their panels. All right. And the number three story of this morning Speaker Nancy Pelosi, we talked about this, this, this drive for money and uh, the drive to get, you know, the the problem Democrats are having on the super PAC front. But another problem she is having is getting her fellow House Democrats to pony up their dues to the DCCC. Uh, She's got a new effort afoot saying that she would match whatever dues House Democrats pay to the D-trip through October 25th. Going to be interesting to watch and see if that all of a sudden makes it rain here in Washington. Doesn't seem like it
1: to me. (laughs) Maybe it will around the edges there. I mean, you know, they just dropped $4 million CLF on Sean Patrick Maloney. They got bigger issues than dues, I would say. But um, listen, Pelosi's been been, um, pretty consistent on this. They need to pay their dues and Democrats have not been paying their dues. So that's kind of the, that's kind of where they are. And that's kind of what they need to figure out. They need to figure out in the future, how to get more people to pay their dues. I mean, Republicans pour money into the NRCC granted the D triple C typically does better than the NRCC candidates are doing better um, than uh, democratic candidates are doing better than Republican candidates. So, um, uh,
0: you know, we'll have to see how that works out. Uh, Just a reminder. I'm going to be sitting down with Senator Marsha Blackburn this morning at 9am talking big tech, mobile technology security and the app store uh, would love for you all to join us virtually we are full for our in person uh, but you can rsvp at our new our event hub at punchbowl.news. you can also sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. thanks so much for listening we really appreciate it have a great day and stay safe